This is the Lifting Standards Podcast with your host, Dalton Nicholas, a fitness professional with a new age view on the health and fitness lifestyle. Enjoy. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Dalton Nicholas. As for the first episode, that was more of an intro to who I am as a person. This is more of content, things that are going to get you motivated to go back in the gym, continue your program, stick out to a diet, or just live a healthier life, basically. So for this episode, I'm going to talk about some beginner tips on getting back into the gym, staying in the gym, what's going to make your gym experience just a whole lot better. I'm also going to talk about knowing when you're ready to make that change. So everybody thinks they're ready to make the change, but there's going to be a couple key things that will be different when you're actually ready to make the change. And then also I'm going to give you some advice on staying motivated, and then that way you won't just be like everyone else who starts the new year, new me, fling, and then just ends after a week. All right, so let's just jump right into it. First tip I have for you is accountability. So this is huge. Worked amazing for me personally on my own journey. I see a bunch of clients that this works for and friends as well. So my first tip on accountability accountability, is online forums, social media, just throwing yourself out there. It kind of makes you a little bit more accountable just off the fact that you have an audience watching now. And I know for me, it's super motivating. So when I I say that I'm going to start a diet or something like that, and I put it up on my Instagram, it just makes me a lot more uh, accountable for one, but it just puts me in a different mindset. Like, all right, everybody's watching now. So you pretty much have to follow through. That's one tip for accountability. Other ways you could get accountability is just like friends groups. So you get a couple of buddies who go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then if you're the one who's always skipping out, if you see them at any other function, they're going to give you a bunch of shit for it. And that'll that'll put you into a more gym-ready state. The only other way I could think to make yourself accountable um, is just being self-accountable. So, like, I know a bunch of people, not me personally, but I know a bunch of people will, like, beat themselves up if they don't go. I think it's a good way to a point... I don't want to like self-destroy yourself if you miss one gym session. But definitely if you can hold yourself accountable, I think you're going to be really successful in the gym, diet, whatever you're doing. All right, on to the second tip I have for you. These are goals. So I'm going to talk about three types of goals, small, medium, and long-term goals. Each one are very important. I'm going to touch on ones I think that are a little bit more important. So first off, just to get your confidence right, Small goals are huge when first getting back into the gym. You're basically going to want to set an everyday goal up to a week. So it could be meal prepping for work as opposed to going out. It could be going to the gym three times a week, going for a walk three times a week, or just taking the stairs instead of the elevator at work. Small goals that give you a sense of accomplishment are going to really jumpstart your program and just make you feel accomplished very soon in the program or whatever you are doing. Second goal we have are medium goals. So these are about a month to six months total. I really want you to focus on like three-month goals here. 
simply because after 90 days, it's going to be a habit and it's going to be a complete lifestyle change. And these are just going to be a little bit more obtainable than long-term goals. Everyone really focuses on the long-term goal, but I think the main focus should be around the three-month goal after you get past a good three weeks of small goals. So that was medium goals. On to long-term goals. These are six months and longer. Um, you could really set anything. This could be a power lift meet, bodybuilding competition, just getting into those genes from high school. I'm trying to hit every demographic here. So everyone's goals are going to be different. I'm going to make a point for that. No one's goals are going to be the same. Even if you, they are, you would be, have different styles that you would have to go just to obtain them. But really, everyone's long-term goals are going to be different. And you shouldn't use someone else's goals as your own goals because you're not going to try, focus. It's not going to motivate you the same as if it would for that other person. So those are the goals. I'm just going to pull up my notes. Here we go. All right, third tip I have for you is setting a strong foundation. If you're just getting back into the gym and you have never been in the gym, or even if you started going to the gym a very long time ago, starting with a strong foundation, what do I mean by that? With a personal trainer, a nutritionist, or even just a very experienced friend, at least, I think it's very undervalued in the fitness world. Starting with a good foundation will help you skip a bunch of injuries or that could be avoided. That Injuries that could be avoided. Starting with the right foundation will send you in the right direction. If you have any sort of issues, body imbalances, um, mobility issues, basically just making the body as optimal for lifting that it can be before you start adding a load to it. Too many people just jump in with heavy, heavy weights, and then they end up hurting themselves, and then they are out of the gym again, just like that. So it's really important to start with a strong foundation. Even if you don't want to stay with a personal trainer the whole time, if you want that to be your alone time, they could at least give you an assessment right off the bat and then kind of point you in the right direction. So my fourth and final tip is just to make use of some popular fitness apps, whether it be the MyFitnessPal or uh, Body Space is what I use to track my workouts whenever I do, or a running app to take track of how much you have progressed in your running. All of this is about being able to see your progression over the course of however long your program, diet, running, schedule, whatever your goal is. You just really want to be able to look back and see how far you came. And that's really huge just because it makes you feel accomplished and it actually gives you a little bit more uh, energy to keep going, honestly. Those were my four tips. If you have a question on any of these, I'm very active on my Instagram and I'd be more than happy to help with any question that you have. Instagram account is Lifting Standards Training. Just go over there and DM me if you have any questions on that. Now on to the second part of the segment. Knowing when you're ready for a lifestyle change, to start a new program, new meal plan, whatever your goal may be. This is just really about finding motivation and knowing when the flip of the switch has happened. So right off the bat, 
you'll feel a lot different this time. You'll feel more confident going into it, maybe a little bit more passionate. Your overall mood will be better. People around you will notice it a little bit quicker. Not any body change, but just your mood. Your mood is huge and key on any new goal that you're trying to. Secondly, I just wanted to bring up knowing when you're ready for a change is a little bit misguided. I don't think you'll know when you're ready for a change every single time, but I guarantee you won't find out unless you try. So these are just some things to notice in the first week, month so of the new program, but you really do need to like put 100% in before you will 100% know. There's not any telltale signs like this is going to be the time, but I do know that when I start a program or something, I know pretty, pretty early on how my whole mood or my whole mindset is going in. And if you're not 100% invested into it, um, you're not going to get 100% benefit out of it. So those are just some things to look for. I'm not saying you won't be able to do the program if you're not 100% mind in, but I can tell you that your results will definitely lose value if you're not 100% bought into your goal. That's why making goals and making the right goals are so important because if you if you're lying to yourself about the goal that you want, you're not going to put 100% in and you're not going to be dedicated. So you really need to when you set these goals as I spoke earlier in the episode, you really need to be honest with yourself on the things that you want because if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, you're not going to get successful. Third and final tip for when you're ready for a lifestyle change. It's possible that a certain life event will push you into finding your own motivation. This could be anything, personal event, medical event, or even just like a social event. So a personal event, like something could happen in a relationship. Uh, you could hit a certain age and really want to just like crush it in the gym. I've seen people go through battle with depression and then just come up on top and really just use the gym as their therapy. So anything in your personal life could be used for motivation. Motivation. You'll just have to find a way to use that energy for good as opposed to just going on a downward trend. So secondly, a medical event could happen. This could be surgery like myself. This could just be uh, you've pushed it too far with neglecting your health and now you have to take some sort of medication that kind of gets you forced into the gym. Your doctor may prescribe exercise as a counteractive to whatever is going on in your body. And this has happened a lot in the older uh, demographic that I've seen. I'm not saying everyone who is older has the same type of motivation. I'm just saying from my own experience, uh, it's more prevalent in the older demographic than the younger for obvious reasons but that is what I mean by a medical event or any sort of medical issue that you have pushing you into the gym which is honestly great I I really do love it whenever I get a client who is kind of at their last straw with their doctor trying to get whatever the issue is with them fixed and then they come into the gym and they meet with me, or even one of my peers. I love seeing it with anyone, honestly. 
and they come in and they work really, really hard, and it pays off maybe with less medication, maybe with less treatment or whatever they're going through. It's just a really awesome feeling. For them and for us, just witnessing that is quite incredible. It's amazing what you can do with your own body and with your own dedication and hard work. Those were my three tips on knowing when you're ready to make a lifestyle change. But overall, you should push yourself out of being comfortable. I mean, I need to take my own advice on this sometimes, just like everyone. But if you want to accomplish any of your fitness life goals, you really need to get out of the comfortable part of your life because change doesn't happen when you're comfortable. And honestly, once you get to the other side, when the thing that was once uncomfortable to you is now comfortable, it's really an amazing feeling. And just doing everything that you want to do in life is a lot better than just being comfortable. Like, come on. <laughs> so even if you don't know if you're ready for a change, just give it a shot. Like, go out there, give it your all. Make sure you're prepared. That is, like, number one. Don't just say, hey, I hope there's a salad at the restaurant we're going. Like, no. Make your meals. Go to the gym. Schedule time with your friends. Schedule time with a trainer. Like, be prepared for what you're going into. Don't just wing it and then say, oh, shit, when it doesn't work. That's not the way you want to attack any program, lifestyle change, diet, anything. But even if you give it your best damn shot, and you fail, you'll learn. Like, there's always an upside to a program, anything you're trying to do, any goal. You learn something about yourself, and then you have a new way of attacking it next time. So, at the very least, give it your all, and then move on. Even if that, even if that program doesn't work out for you, you now know, hey, maybe my goals are out of line. Maybe I should prepare more next time I attempt this. You just learned. Basically, that is the idea. You just want to give it your all every single time you step into the gym, kitchen, on the racetrack, whatever you're doing. Now, this is a big one for me. Personally, I should follow every single one of these tips a little bit more every week. <laughs> so this is staying motivated. Like, how do you stay motivated? Tips on staying motivated. First off, keeping your goals in line so you want to make sure once you check off some goals you want to add more to the list you don't want to just have a blank list so small goals you could probably get a pass like you could update those every month after you hit your three to six month goals then you're obviously on to your long-term goals but you should make another three to six months out goal after your long-term goal and then another long-term goal after you hit your long-term goal. So you just want to make sure that you have new and relevant goals 100% of the time. You don't want to be going into the gym with no goal at all. Then you're just absolutely throwing all sense out and doing whatever you want, and you're probably not going to get the same intensity as if you had goals. So that was the first tip. Second tip, identify when you're going through a motivational slash consistency slump. You just got to know when this is happening and try to fight and get out of it as soon as possible. My advice on getting out of the slump is make some change to your gym. Maybe, maybe you need a new scenery. It'll get you a little bit more fired up. 
You could also change your diet. So if you're going through the motions, having the same meals, maybe spice it up a little bit. Try some new diets that are out there. Diet foods, rather. Whatever's working for you diet-wise, I would recommend you stay with that. Maybe even training-wise, training you should change whatever you're doing. Maybe if you've been focusing on body comp for the last six months, you should possibly change to like a strength-based or maybe endurance. Just give it a switch. Maybe you might just need a week off, like a nice recovery week. If you've been training your ass off for like six months, really working on your body comp, maybe you just need some time to relax, time out of the gym, so then you appreciate the time in the gym again. That personally works for me a lot. On to number three. I may preach this just because, honestly, it works for me a lot. You should really invest in your health. This could be a bunch of things. So first tip I have on investing in your health is just starting a money jar. Every time you go to the gym, throw some money in it. Every time you hit your macros, macros throw some money in it. Um, if you go for a walk three times a week, throw some money in it. Then I would, res I would reward your consistent behavior with a passion outside of the gym and health. Maybe if you are into video games, you buy a new video game for yourself. Maybe if you're into going dancing, you buy yourself a dance class. Whatever this other passion may be, I would spend it outside of the health realm just because I personally think you'll value it a little bit more and I think it would just work a lot better for your program, diet, whatever it may be. Buying a program could be another way you invest in your health. Honestly, just investing in your health at all will make it so anyone who has like a high value on money will then transfer that value into their own health, which is huge for people who are having a hard time finding motivation because this is one way to find something else that motivates you and then transfer that into your health and gym motivation. Another way that you could invest in your health and stay motivated is by getting some sessions with your local trainer, local gym trainer, whatever you would call it. Basically, say you're still in like a rut or you've been doing the same program for the last six months. If you go and see a trainer, they'll give you some new exercises, maybe give you a new focus on what you should be training just to fix whatever the issue you may have. This will just help make you a little bit more accountable. You'll be able to then check in. This will give you a new place to find motivation and accountability. And honestly, it'll get you in the right direction with whatever your goals are. There you go. Episode 2 in the books. I really enjoyed this one because I'm getting to the content portion of it as opposed to just letting you know. My favorite tip out of this episode will definitely be the accountability and finding a way to make yourself accountable. Honestly, the online thing is huge. I think that is the biggest takeaway out of the episode, and you should really try posting and putting yourself out there, even if it's a little scary. It really will just push you to another level, and it's worked for a bunch of people I know, including myself and my brother. As for episode three, I'm going to dive heavily into each kind of training split, give you some food details on each one, and how to decide if it fits for you. I'm also going to talk about how you find a gym for each one of those splits, some things that I would look for in particular for each one of the splits. 
and I'm going to give you some rock-solid places to go for information on all of the training styles, whether it be people, websites, or just really what to look for if you're going to try to find a a credible source for each one of those. All right? Thanks for staying with me. If you like the show, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. I really appreciate you guys coming to the podcast and listening. It means the world to me, so thank you. If you have any questions on anything, please don't be afraid to ask in person or online. Any one of my pages that I have, Lifting Standards on Facebook, Lifting Standards Training on Instagram. Thank you. Have a good night, guys.